0: Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi Camille. As always, I'm so excited to have you here back for another episode, here to pour into you, here to give you guys lots of love. Fill your cup. That's always my intention. And as always, take what sticks to you, leave the rest. If something doesn't stick to you, if something doesn't resonate for you, it's not for you. I'm not here to push or promote anything that does not serve you, and that's actually what we're talking about today. I was talking to my best friend since seventh grade, childhood best friend, And she's in Europe right now. She's traveling with her one year old. He's one and her family, her her father. So she and I met in Japan when I was a kiddo. My dad was in the military. Her parents were military teachers. And so she and I met in seventh grade and her parents are still teaching overseas. Again, we met in Japan, and now they teach in Germany. So she's overseas, she's traveling around. I've just been texting her, how are the things? How's Europe? And we've been talking about life. It's so beautiful and special, I think, for me, especially being a, a military brat, that's what we're called, having a military background. We move every four years. Not everybody does. You meet different people from the military. Some kiddos, their their parents retired before they had kids so that what they weren't traveling. So some parents' kids are like, Oh, yeah, my dad was in the Navy, but he retired when I was five. So they don't remember anything. And other people, they've traveled their whole life. Other people, they were stationed in one place. But I was a kiddo that traveled every four years. We moved somewhere new. And when you're moving somewhere new all the time, it can be hard to have long-term friendships. Tyler, my fiance, has lived here in Denver, Colorado, suburb of it, Lakewood, Colorado, his whole life. And so he went to school with kiddos from kindergarten all the way through college. And one of his best friends, he went to kindergarten through college with. And for him, and I think for most people who live that usual American lifestyle, you get to grow up with your friends and you see each other change and grow and all this stuff. But I don't have that experience quite to the level that most people do. And so I really cherish this friendship. And she and I were talking about our lives and how they've changed from seventh grade all the way to now. We used to talk about having boyfriends, right? And now we're talking about getting married and starting our families and just what's next for us, right? Because as kiddos, we're very – that's my favorite word today, kiddos – we're very uh, specific on what we want. We're pretty clear, I feel like, as kids. I want a house. I want a family. We see the adults doing that, and so it's very easy for us to claim it, and it's easy for us to believe it's possible because we're seeing it all over the place. Everybody has kids. Everybody gets married. Everybody has a house, right? So as a kid, you start to easily formulate these ideas, but now we're in this new phase. I'm 29, so is she. We're four or five months apart. I'm born in May. She's born in September. And so we're less than a year apart, and now we're both about to turn 30 next year. And so we're just contemplating what does that mean for us? What is this next phase of life? We're not looking for the check boxes that say finish school, get married. We're we're creating essentially our own brand new checklist based on what we've gathered through our years of life, right? Again. We're no longer 12, 13, 14, looking at the adults around us, gathering information from them. Okay, first I go to college, then I get a house, then I get a family. Now we've gotten to this place where it's like, okay, I could get a house. I could start a family. I could move to Europe. I could start a business. What do I want to do? And so the conversation she and I were having was that there are no right answers. There are no right or wrong answers. There's what is most in alignment for you, your lifestyle, your goals, and your family. And as a coach, my job, how I operate as a coach at least, is to help my clients come back into alignment. And alignment means different things to different people. And so that's what my best friend and I were talking about. What does alignment mean for us in this phase of our lives? But my message for you all today is that there are no wrong answers. There's no right, there's no wrong answer. As you're navigating, what do I want for my life? What kind of lifestyle do I want? Explore and try them on. Try on different things. Be willing to change your mind. I was thinking about this the other day with careers and just I think careers is one of those easy things we can think about because as I told you all uh in a life update not too long ago i came back into education and so my degree is in education my background is in education and while i was getting my degree in education at florida atlantic university i spent all four years on the ropes challenge course so getting my physical degree and education, but getting sort of like a mental spiritual degree and ropes challenge course, which was leadership, communication, taking large groups and teaching them how to talk to each other, teaching them how to be a leader in a group that has a lot of strong minded people in it. And so that's what I call my coaching certification is four years on the rope challenge course. And so now I'm bringing all of it together and originally, I thought, okay, I wanna go all in on wellness. And so I started coaching for WW. And after about, I think I was there for six months, I, I realized it wasn't the best fit for me. And I had so much shame around, well, you're supposed to be a full time wellness personnel. That's what you were going for. And you're supposed to be this and you're supposed to be that. Just catch yourself. Notice if that's happening to you. Because I got to a point where I was like, well, while I thought that this was what I wanted, as I'm trying it on, like I would try on a pair of pants, this doesn't quite fit me. I thought that it would be the right fit, but it's actually not. And that's okay. Right? Maybe you're in a season where as a seventh grader, you're like, Oh, yeah, I want to be a teacher. Oh, yeah, I want to be an engineer. And you fought hard to get there. And now you're there and you're doing it. And you're like, Hmm, I thought this is what I wanted, but it doesn't really fit me anymore. That is okay it is okay to change your mind. I think I have two messages here. A, there's no wrong answers. B, it's okay to change your mind. And I think the two go hand in hand. In order for you to be willing to take a chance on a new career, on a new person, on a new friendship, on a new group, on a book club, whatever it is, you have to be willing to uh, know that there's no wrong answers. Right. Knowing that I'm going to try this on, knowing that there's no wrong answers, frees me up to try it on. Right. If I'm always operating in I have to make the perfect choice I in that perfectionism. Right. I have to make the perfect choice or I told everybody I was going to wellness and I have to do whatever it is for you. I just want to remind you in this episode, this whole point of this episode is to remind you that you're in charge, to remind you that there are no wrong answers, to remind you that if you've tried something on and you didn't like it or it didn't fit you the way you thought it was going to fit you, it's okay to take it off. Again, just like the pants, if I went into Old Navy and I tried on some pants and I love them, right, maybe I love them for a season and then I didn't love them anymore, I wouldn't make it mean anything about me. I'd be like, oh, I don't like these pants anymore. Or even just in the store when you're trying on different things. Maybe see something on a mannequin. We all do this. See something that's trending. See something that's on a mannequin. Oh, I would love to try that. Oh, my gosh, that's so cute. And then you try it on you put it on you. You're like, huh, it's not quite what I thought. It didn't really look on me the way it looks on the mannequin. It doesn't fall on my body the way I thought it would fall on my body. And that's okay, right? We don't make it mean anything about us. We just put it back on the rack we choose something else. And that's the same thing when it comes to anything in our lives, my friend. Again, whether you're starting a blog, starting a relationship, starting a new job, Maybe it's something that you've been wanting for a very long time. You thought you wanted it for a very long time and then you tried it on and you're like, oh, actually, I don't want this. <laughs> no, thank you. It's okay to say no, thank you. It is okay to say no, thank you. It is okay to change your mind. It is okay to want something different that maybe you've never wanted before. Are you willing for other people to not get it? Part of being willing to step into this area of there's no wrong answers, there's no right or wrong, there's what's best and most in alignment for me, is having your own back, is being willing to have your own back, is being willing to be misunderstood. It's okay if other people don't get it. They don't need to get it. This is about you. I say that in my bar classes all the time. This workout, this is what I say to them, this workout isn't about anybody else but you because you get into a fitness class sometimes and maybe I'm the only one. But I've been so guilty, I get into a fitness class, I'm doing my workout, right, but I'm looking around. How do other people look compared to me? How do other people stand compared to me? Are they doing the movements like I am? Am I doing the movements like they are, right? Sometimes we get into the state of comparison. I need to be doing like this, doing this like other people are. Or so many people have found success in that, so I should be doing that. Come back home to you. What do you want? What brings you joy? What would it be like to be your most unapologetic self? I want you to answer that question. What would it be like to be your most unapologetic self. I've been playing with this word, my unapologetic or this phrase rather, my unapologetic self. What does that mean? Because, okay, I want you to play with this too. I love playing with words and noticing how different words have different uh, reactions to my body, or rather my body reacts differently to different words because it used to be that the word success and successful would fire me up. But now the word success has some weight to it. And I have some cleaning up in my brain to do around the word success. So then I was like, okay, if success still feels heavy, that tells me that there's some ideas around success that I've picked up from other people, that success means X, Y, and Z. I was like, all right, I'm going to table that for a second. What really spoke to me recently, and this might speak to some of you all, is what would it mean for me to be unapologetically myself, to not apologize for what I love and how I want to show up? What would that mean? How would I change maybe? How would my mind change? How would my behaviors change? How do I want to show up is the other question I've been asking. How do I want to show up? It's a very simple but sometimes heavy question. How do I want to show up? Because sometimes that show, sh- shines blah, 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 shines a light on all the ways we're not showing up in the way that we want to, right? If you want to show up confidently and in love with your life, and those are the biggest ones that come up with me that like bleed into everything else. I want to show up confidently and in love with my life. Right, And so if that's what you want, but then you notice I'm showing up really sad and actually resentful of life, check in. What is it that's leaving you resentful of life? What do you feel like is unfair? Check in. Check in. right, And see if you're placing blame on other people. It's their fault I'm not happy because I have mean bosses. And if I had nicer bosses, I like my job more. Okay, bring your power back to you. There's no wrong answers here. Would you like to ask for a raise? Would you like to ask to be changed to a different department? Would you like to talk to your bosses about their behavior? Would you like to change your job? You have options here. Take your power back. That goes with everything. There are no wrong answers. I like to look at life as a game. And I think that it was Glennon Doyle's book. Oh, I cannot for the life of me think of the name of it. I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes. I think it's Untamed. It just came to me. I think it's Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Hopefully I got that title and the author correct together. But part of what she says in that book is be the trickster. Be the trickster. Play with life. Play with life. Affirm that you will win, period. And if that is true, if you will win this game of life no matter what, and there are no wrong answers, then what? How do you want to show up? How do you want to play the game? It is totally up to you, my friends. You are in charge here. Affirm that and remind yourself of that. And maybe if you're still curious about that, am I in charge here? Play with this question. What if it was true that I am in charge of my life? What if it was true that I am in charge of my life? Right? And then play with those big dreams. Maybe you do dream of being a millionaire. Maybe you do dream of having a family. Maybe you dream of traveling the world. Maybe you dream of making money being an author. You just want to write books all day or write blogs all day, right? What is it that you really, 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 really want to do? If you don't believe it's possible yet, right, play with possibility. There are no wrong answers for how you play this game of life. There are no rules. That's the fun part and the really kind of annoying part too sometimes. That was a part of the conversation with my best friend, is that there are no rules. And I think sometimes as adults, we forget that because for so long, we've been following rules. You get to school at this time, the teacher says to sit here, you have this homework assignment. And so we follow all these rules in our household and in our school, right? And so we follow these rules and follow these rules and we follow these rules, but we forget that in our life, there are no rules. If you want to be a trapeze artist, you can be a trapeze artist. If you want to be a journalist in in my brain, my Disney brain just said Agrabah. That is not a place." <laughs> I almost just said, if you want to be a journalist in Agrabah, not a thing. If you want to be a journalist in the Maldives, we'll say that, right? You can be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And maybe you've forgotten that. There are no wrong answers here, my friend. What do you want to do with your one precious life? And do you believe that it's possible? That's part two. Because you might want it, but you might not believe that it's possible check in and if you don't believe that it's possible say yet right say yet maybe you don't think it's possible but maybe it's not possible yet open that up for yourself there are no wrong answers here my friends play with possibility ask for what you want and then i want you to show up as always my friend show up as if it's already done so when you're asking for what you want Again, say you want to be a journalist in the Maldives (laughs) instead of Agrabah. If you really believe that that was something you were actively creating and that was actively coming towards you, how would you be showing up? You might be studying the Maldives. You might be studying the journalism uh, platforms that are out there. You might be studying culture around there. You might be studying how you would live out there and what you would rent or if you would buy and what the the travel would look like and do you want a roommate right if you sincerely believe that that is actively happening in your reality you change you show up differently right if your desire I want to be my most confident self and I believe that it's possible for me to be my most confident self your next step is to clarify what that means for you and show up as the person who is already there that is always your work to decide what you want. To determine if you believe that it's possible. And then to show up as if it's already done. My reminder today, my friends, is that there are no rules. There are no rules. Other than please be kind, right? That's, that's basically it for me, you know? Just be kind. There are rules like don't kill people and don't steal things. Those are rules. Don't cross this a red light, right? Those are rules. And they keep us safe. But there's other ones like... I don't know, you're too black to be a millionaire or you're too much of a woman to ask for a raise. Those are those. Those are not rules. Those are made up things in our head. And I want you to check in and see if there's some made up rules that you've been following because there's no rules here. There's no wrong answers here, my friend. There is, again, only what is best and most in alignment for you, your lifestyle, your goals, and your family. Have a beautiful week, my friends. I'll see you next time. friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamil.com.